Hey everyone, welcome back to the BMX in our blood. Episode 144 with world number three, Greg Lanthorn. Back in the 80s as a pro. Got third place in the world championships in Orlando. And uh, that was a big deal. So anyway, it's fun to talk to him about his riding and touring and staying at Woodward. Uh, basically going around the country with his friends trying to make a little bit of money to keep the dream alive. It's a, it's a pretty cool story. He also works for Sparky's Distribution and the brands that are within that group. And one of the big ones is Sabrosa. Greg does a little bit of everything, but product development is uh, a big part of his job. So there's some pretty interesting stuff in here. I think you'll enjoy it. A couple announcements that I'm going to keep repeating, at least this one, July 16th, the Road to Recovery Jam at the Trumbull Track. That is a Sunday, so this will be the ninth annual. I can't wait. Got some uh, some really awesome volunteers on board with me. Just really looking forward to making this happen. There's another big one that I'm reminded of each week when I see Mike Savage at the races, and that's Dirty Fest at the end of this month, put on by the Dirty Knobs crew, the Dirty Knobs podcast crew. That is April 28th through the 30th at the KOA Temecula, California at Vail Lake, but I can't wait to hear all about it. But Mike Savage will be there, and that that's what reminds me of it. He has been practicing on his Huffy shock bike at the races, and uh, he's into it. And I can't wait to see some video of him out there and James Vincente going going for him. Well, Eric Carter would like to see James Vincente go for him. But we'll see what happens. Never know. So the only other thing I just really wanted to mention, and this is way overdue, I apologize to the All Things BMX crew, but I did a podcast with them. They interviewed me on March 9th. It's episode 148. But if you want to check that out, um, I say enough things to get me in trouble and enough to stay out of trouble. So check that out. I appreciate those guys. And they, they just do a really good job. They work hard. And yeah, so check out that episode if you have time. Even if you don't have time, check it out. You can always listen to it in bits and pieces, just like just like mine, just like this podcast. So that's about it. Have a great rest of your week. And we'll see you soon. Streets already rough on you, or a skate park, or something. You know what I mean? Where you kind of are banging, yeah. Or track if you bang into stuff, or whatever. And so I'm just not. My whole body's not quite used to that, but I can extra feel it in the bones. Kind of go boom, boom, boom. I'm like, you just need more of this, don't you? Is this yeah. what you're asking for? Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Well, and yeah. How long ago did you get hurt? It's four months now. October fifteenth. So it's pretty quick to be on your feet. I'd say you did pretty well. With Doctor that. was super stoked. Yeah, I, I, mean, I walked in the first time. I mean, I had the walker. They yeah, said, yeah. you know, put weight on as soon as you can. So when I got home, I had to crutch them. I hate fucking crutches. I almost yeah. fell over with them. So oh, I could start yeah. just hobbling. Mm-hmm. So two-week follow-up, we actually parked in the wrong place, and I walked all the way from that parking lot. He's like, you, you walked in here? No <laughs> the, walker or anything? I'm like, yeah, well, yeah you told you know me to put much, weight on yeah, it, yeah. and here I am. So he's like, oh, oh I've got 18-year-olds who are complaining and can't do this. I'm like, dude, we are motivated. Well, they get the, this so he's schedule. Schedule. You know, you got to start with 
25% wheat and then 50% wheat Not in this using one. the crutches. No? As much as you can bear. Uh -huh. And it makes it heal. And that's why I was telling about street. I'm like, man, the only thing I'm really feeling, do I'm not sure if I need to go to rehab. But he's like, yeah. no, that's normal. Right. And it will actually encourage that bone to grow more. So all this stuff I've been doing, in this case of this kind of operation, yeah. no immobilization. Start moving it. Really? So I got back as soon as I could start bending Even it. Even though it was tip film. Yeah. In this case, like I've seen people with casts or, yeah. or you know, like like McLean, he yeah. can't do anything with it. And I'm like, oh, this one's a, this one's actually start working on it right away, right right in my wheelhouse. Oh, that's good. That's I, really I knew good. what was going on as soon as I broke it. I t I told yeah. the dude at the track. Did it happen at the track? Yeah, Daytona. After um, after the races, and then just uh, I'm like, oh, I need to get some content. Yeah, yeah. Set up the camera. <laughs> yeah. Hitting the table I always hit. Now, you've probably uh -huh. seen the picture 20 times. Yeah, right. Well, and hey. we did that, and, and I landed, and, and my hand blew off. Like, I wasn't holding on oh, very tight. And, yeah. and this is where I broke my hand, too. And so, I put this a little time? off. Or, no, or, I'm sorry, you didn't want to hit. That was in yeah. March. Yeah. That was in March? Yeah. Oh, jeez. shit at the track. Never anywhere else but the track. If I One time, I broke my collarbone riding the street. But, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so... Yeah, bad. blew off and just fell over. And when I oh, fell yeah. over, my foot's on this side. Yeah, yeah. So it just twists it, and it's exactly in Orlando. This one, the the right one, happened exactly the same thing. Kind of yeah. blew off, kind of cased oh. it. So not a spectacular crash where you're like, oh, he got knocked out, or he's just like, sure. Look down. Uh, this one I didn't know what was going on. Oh, maybe it's just my ankle. But this right. one, I was like, ah, gosh. So that would have been, uh, so we're in February now, so October. was your state series starting at that point? Yeah, that was that was the first uh, local, you could start racing local, so I got one, yeah. and I got second. It was a close race, me and Dietz, but the season starts, so you gotta get 10 local, 16's best kind of thing, so, and then, uh, so that was the first weekend where it had fired up, so. Uh, okay. I got you, I got you, because you guys are on the reverse season of us, right? Kind of yeah, like Arizona would be. Yeah. We're always trying for... April, but May is first week of May is a, a definite. But yeah, we have we have a long time off. But when we start, it starts to get too hot here, right? So you've got to be yeah, done. yeah. They they ran, they ran. There was kind of two running concurrently for a little while. Yeah. The the Sunshine State Series, which was the old NBL people. Yeah. And the USA BMX, and it's kind of the same format of the series, and the USA BMX sanctioned that. Okay. But then they also, on the other side, did their own regular way where, you know, uh -oh. X amount of tracks get a race, and it was summertime. Mm -hmm. And so I used to go to quite a bit of those, and whoo, summertime racing, that's sleeveless time for sure here. Oh, it's brutal. But it's fun because it's so gnar. It's like, yeah. Well, Is it a night May the strong least? survive. No. Oh, God. No, it's full Florida mid-90s, 100% humidity, probably going to rain. Oh, man. So if you can... You know, okay, it's gonna rain in two hour delay. No, you know, so once it stops that soil tack, you put back on. Yeah, that's yeah, the, it's amazing. That's the cool thing, right? Yeah, what do you? Well, first of all, I'm, I'm here with Greg Lanthorn. Oh, what's Thank up? Thank you. Is this for, for me? For, yeah, that is for you. There's many more behind you. Plenty of water. You and I are definitely water guys. H2O. It's pretty important for everybody, but call us the gently aging crew, so we just have to be careful and yeah, stay, keep gently aging by drinking drinking water. Anyway, the the series, that brings up a question right off the bat. You've been racing since 1980 and to present. Did you stop at all in there? Yeah, there was a little time like in the, like like right around 2001, 2002 I raced. Mm -hmm. The older whatever, the, whatever yeah. I age out of them all, so I was 30 and up I think. <laughs> whatever, an expert <laughs> yep. by that point. Yeah. And, uh, 
and then just kind of did put it aside. I mean, I'd go to the track here and there, but yeah. just had a freestyle bike and just was concentrating on that. You know, that's what it, we do. That's what we do too. So, and not even uh, just racing specifically. So, you, it sounds like you even when you weren't racing, you were always still on oh, a bike. Yeah, I haven't had I any time like... since probably nineteen. When did I learn to ride a bike? That's yeah, seventy-two yeah. or some crazy day like that. Yeah, wow. like as soon as I could figure out, I was like. It's that whole freedom thing. It yeah. blew my mind. And yeah, my parents said you can't go by here, but right. they don't see me up here, you know, and just bombing down hills or whatever kind yeah. of radical power slide. And be, yeah. way before BMX, we used to kind of jump stuff, right? Like right. we actually had a trail that went down by the creek. I lived in Ohio, so it was a little more hilly. And uh, man, I think I had the record for the long jump. Beat a mini bike. I mean, I landed in the Briars, but we got it. Like I had a, you know, I mean, I got a muscle bike. You know, ape hangers. I had a uh -huh. sissy bar. I had blinkers. Yeah. Slick on the back. <laughs> Twenty inch wheels. And then, um, and then eventually, at some point, we decided to chop, chop all this. BMX kind of showed up in yeah. Cambridge, Ohio, where I lived, in like '75 or something. And yeah. there wasn't a track there or anything, but somehow the motorcycle shop might have had a magazine, and they started mm -hmm. carrying like number plates for being yeah. there we probably had motorcycle plates so i i had a old muscle bike frame like a stingray looking thing it was free spirit i think it was same design and uh you know chopped the fenders off chain chain guard came off of course got some motorcycle bars for it yeah like flat motorcycle bars yeah, got them in yeah. grips a number plate and we used to hang it down off the bar over the over the um head, head tube, tube looking yeah. style yeah and then we we always favored these my buddy had kind of this uh, i don't know where he got bikes from but he got bikes you know mm -hmm. he's kind of sketchy dude sure he's all right and he would have a good supply and we if you remember those old huffy um, thunder roads right they had 24 inch forks and fenders on them for yeah. some reason we really favored those forks and then we'd yeah. take that fender and turn it around so it was longer that in was the a foot. plastic fender right yeah so yeah. our whole setup that was my my first bmx bike and then mm -hmm. a 10 speed seat knobby tires and i was like oh this is rad and we made yeah. like a little track and we uh -huh. heard tell there were some races at this motocross track but then whatever kind of yeah. ended up getting out of it and had like a like a like a single speed 26 mm -hmm. inch another another free spirit but it had a coaster brake on it but it had drop bars and everything it was rad dude i used to yeah. rip around on that and then we moved to florida Yo, how old were you when you moved to florida oh like um 14 15 no wait sorry 12. Oh, so you, okay. 12 years old, yeah. So, so if moved you were down 12, here, what year was that? Sometimes 78-ish or so. Oh, okay. Well, 76, still. 77. I mean, I moved down here, yeah, seven, probably around 78. Disco was hot. What's going on? I was really into all my disco gear. <laughs> I get to listen for your comments because uh, you're, you're you're funny and I have to uh, understand this can be a little sarcasm. So, so I got to pay oh, attention for it. Oh, that was into disco. It. That was true. <laughs> the disco time period you probably were into disco it was but. hard man it was yeah, hard into it i had a silky i had it all you just go to the dance right the middle school dance yeah and they didn't actually hang the no uh, but the, i had the kids the, you know wherever. satin jack oh, yeah. i mean that was members only uh, no, was it members only then i forget this is, this parachute is, pants did you wear them date no that would be no parachute pants no break dancing no break dancing. I mean, we did. Yeah. We did actually. This dude T, who used to, we we had kind of a BMX house. Me and my buddy Brian, and everybody uh -huh. would hang out there, and and we, you know, playing punk and new wave yeah. and everything. And he'd come over and break dance to that. Like oh. his first time we saw, him, we bring in all this cardboard and start right, doing right. spin stuff. That was like early, but we we didn't ever pursue it. But that dude was really into. He was a BMXer too, oh. Mr. T. That's how I remember him. <laughs> 
the first Mr. T. <laughs> he's a, a yeah, he's an early one, yeah. early '80s. So he's yeah. right there with the OG. But yeah, yeah. So we then moved here, right, and had a had like a road bike, mm -hmm. like a pretty nice Schwinn, and I had a yeah. job at Der Wiener Schnitzel, like when I was like 15. It was up the street from us. Yeah. And then uh, my buddy got that bike stolen. He borrowed it, and I said, "Okay, you gotta give me forty bucks for it." So yeah, yeah. He gave me forty bucks, and just so happened to be a BMX only shop in the neighborhood. And this is this is down on South Trail, Cayley, a little bit of an interesting area. Yeah. That, but BMX only, so a wild spot for bike shop at all. But then BMX only, and they had this sweet Astabula in the window, which was old by then, 1980. We're talking by now, and. Uh, but it had Carlisle aggressors on front and back and, and, and you know, Astropula forks and box mm -hmm. bars and it just looked so good. And it was 40 bucks, so I is got it, that. Isn't Astropula also a, a town in Florida? No, well, it, Astapula is. Astapula is in Ohio, right? And it's a foundry and they used to do uh, a lot of forging okay. and stuff. I All think right. they it, might still be around. Sure. It's coming back to me now. All right. Carlisle was in Pennsylvania, all that oh, stuff. But anyway, this was a super motocrossy bike to me, yeah. and then I just kind of got that and found uh -huh. out about there's races here too. Yeah. And then oh yeah, we got a practice track down the street. It was right by my house, so started hanging out with those dudes. Went to the track one Saturday night with them just to mm -hmm. see. And, you know, under the it, lights, your mind's blown. Oh, big clay berms yeah. and everything. Orlando, same exact spot where where it is now. Oh yeah, I I uh, haven't been there in a long time. Besides walking by the you know the fence of it. Yeah, but uh, a lot of good but, yeah. stuff's happened at that track. Well, absolutely. I mean, we could uh, actually, you know what, well, let's knock this part out right now because, you know, we were just walking and we're at Swamp Fest, everyone, by the way. Recording, re you know, recording in the uh, in the, the mobile rented studio. This thing's sweet. It, it is kind of nice. I lucked out. I asked for a smaller car, but for the same money, they gave me this thing. We're going on tour. How long we you should. got it for? <laughs> well, you know. I got a couple extra days that, that I could use up, but we, I can't do a full tour. It, but you you definitely can because you've got some responsibilities at work. But we'll we'll uh, we'll talk work after. This is mostly I love talking to you about just BMX in general. I think the work part of things is always interesting to talk about, but it's still going to be in the context of racing. So that's what you and I I think really you know, we can bond on that one for sure. You started, I believe, you told me. In, 1980 officially racing right I mean, we right. started BMXing now, like 75 because yeah we didn't so, ever get any organized so still you got years but yeah riding years that's what the question was riding. Which, yes yeah not whenever that very first time I said I rode then we've been on a bike yeah. been fascinated by bikes mm -hmm. right and taking them apart and putting them back together and all that stuff like you do when you're used to do when you're a kid too so did you chop forks on uh, and chop forks and add them on? To no, make but a lot extent? of my buddies did. When that stuff was going on, you'd, you'd have a steering wheel on there too if you were a super badass. Damn, steering I never wheel. had you a steering, steering wheel. You see the steering wheel muscle bikes uh, and stuff? I, ha I have, but I, I never did that. Yeah, I did never do that. I just extended the forks. I don't I never do, thought, it's just hammer really, them on. All the forks are the same. But yeah, they were. There's a lot of dudes would be having that in the neighborhood. Oh. I forgot about those. No, oh man, I, I we definitely did it. And it was hard to to part with with bike parts things it's not like we had a ton of money to buy you know another pair of forks but yeah geez we never had the captain's wheel on it though oh that's, yeah hell yeah that's that's, that's, that's awesome pro level it and is the sissy bar yeah. when it comes into mods that is pro level mod <laughs> yeah. geez so racing starting in in 80 but i guess what i'm getting at is uh so you 
you started racing in. So the then, racing was Florida. Yep, yeah, Florida. Yep, yeah, sorry. Yeah, we moved here in 78, yeah. and then by 1980, okay. that's when that bike got took. It was February. So, Actually, whatever the day, we're probably about on the day right oh, today. 1980, yeah, sure so 116 years but, or something? What is that? Yeah. Well, <laughs> combined, but yes. You and I combined, yes, but not alone, yeah, so, no. no. But it, so, yeah, official racing. So I had asked you about the Essers the other day when, in conversations. Yeah. Uh, so that was before you. So, so the Essers. Well, it's kind of the same, but they were they were they were down south too. In Florida, it was kind of like more like Orlando versus Miami versus the West Coast versus these guys. So, yeah. you know, what I mean, and we, I'd see them at races and stuff. But mm-hmm. that, that, they raced. They were they were pro and fifteen knob and then fifteen X. But like sanction wise, it started as they were. Oh, uh, yeah. Affiliated with, or I should say, sanctioned by. It wasn't MBL. It was first. NML. NML, okay. And these are things that, it's funny because there was a lot of regional stuff sure. going on when we were younger in the early 80s. There was, it wasn't just MBL and ABA. MBL came from, in, in your case, from, uh, what did you call it, EBL? NML, it was a motor, National Motocross League. They, it was a motocross sanction, and then I guess the... Uh, my, I guess <laughs> don't, 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 yeah, yeah. is that those the kids got into BMX and then they started putting them on at the uh, track and okay. then saw that it was a thing and then there was a sanction here already called NPSA National Pedal Sport Association okay. that was kind of bigger than NBL at that mm-hmm. time even 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 in 1980 when I started I started racing NBL funny enough I went to the NPSA race and the next day right I saw the track yeah. said oh my god road took back mm-hmm. some coke bottles if you can imagine to get the feet <laughs> yes. road probably seven miles to the yeah. track yeah they said, you're not a member, you can't afford a member, okay, you gotta race expert, yeah. whatever, 15 expert, go race. Ended up third, all right. Right, for 15 X, that's not Go easy. to get my trophy, they said, you're not a member, you don't get a trophy, you get a participation ribbon. Didn't even say third on it. Oh so I lost it, I mean, I get into awards, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. threw it down, right. yeah. said, I'm never racing this again, and then came back the next Saturday and started racing NBL. They knew you would. Oh, NBL though, not oh, NPSA. Okay. Oh, I NBL you. was Saturday night, and NPSA was on Sunday at oh, the same time. You track. probably sunk them. And there's only five members. Uh, or, I raced it pro. Know. They used to have a pretty good purse payout. They, yeah. yeah. NBL originated in Florida, yeah, right? Yeah, out. Okay. There was a really cool track there too. Okay. And then NBL slowly took over an ML. Right. Well, NML is kind of where it started. It was a yeah. motocross league, and it just kind of, that's part of it, branched off. And they just stayed motocross yeah. after I, NBL I, I, got stronger? Yeah. I'm not sure that, how that played R- out. Roughly, but, though. But the NBL was kind of from that. Yeah. And then they were they were really strong by 1980, don't get me wrong. I mean, we started racing, the, they had the War of the Stars series, and that was always yeah. pretty good. So it was, it was mostly East Coast, right? And then started heading West later, I think, like in the mid did the War of the Stars, when you first got into it, was that when they were like doing Homestead and... Oh yeah, they would do multiple else. tracks on a weekend. Yeah, we had the same Pompano thing. was one of them. Funny, one weekend I went to was Pompano one day, Kendall yeah. one day, and this place at in one day. So yeah, yeah you pick up and go to the next track. Yeah. Didn't seem to ever be a problem. There would be bunches of motos just... I know, yeah. You know, so... But yeah, MBL's rad. The War of the Stars, all that series, they were, they were strong. It was fun. That's they what were. I raced. We had good when I raced pro and stuff, I rarely raced ABA. Did, did you come up my way as a uh, as a as a B pro? We'll call it. I used to race Trumbull. Oh, used so to go did. there and stay with the Tartaglias. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. They were Trumbull. They were. Yeah, in the eighties, you know, so turned pro in eighty four and ended up double A by eighty seven. Yeah. And then started working at Woodward. Me and Steve Ag oh, okay. met through Mike Miranda, 
Oh, Steve okay. Agnew, Mike, and then we were at Pittsburgh. We were on tour. We were just camping. Right, said, oh, you should right. come back and check it out. So we yeah. went back there and went, yeah. and kind of just kind of stayed there for free as yeah. a guest and then ended up being counselors and stuff. And yeah, yeah so we make that the home base for probably for a long time, up to like 91. And then so okay. go there Yeah. on uh, Memorial Day yeah. when the camp starts, get set up and then go out to races on the weekend because, sure. you know, Eddie King or whoever, whatever sure. pros, like yeah. Polson. All those guys, we'd all just go and come back, win uh-huh. a whole bunch of dudes, and then come back and just do BMX all day and all yeah. night. It's just race then, no freestyle. Sure. They got some freestyle by the end, but yeah. Yeah, I think but that's I, all you did. It just may have been the night. Hang out with kids you wanted to race. Yeah. Work out and stuff. So that really helped my whole career quite gotcha. a bit. <laughs> I mean, if that's part of your work, that's, that's yeah, it was great. sick. It was, I really, that was a really blessing right there. I guess so. To be able to hook up with that the whole crew and get that done. But yeah, so and then so that was NBL. So we'd hit a lot of the NBL. So we'd say, and this could is I all... go up your way? Yeah, we'd go up and stay at Trumbull. And yeah. then there might be another race the next week at Whip City or somewhere. And we, we used to well, go to Cool Tool a lot. Yeah, yeah, definitely Nationals at, uh, at Trumbull. But that was a little later. Not by much. You know, relatively speaking, it was, it was quick after. But I didn't start going anywhere until like, like 83. It was like Westfield, Meriden, or Falconfield, Silver City, whatever it is. I think you, I, I swear you raced that one. So it might be, it's a bit of a blur. I mean, some of those, we're just kind of yeah. living in the truck and going, I hope we don't eat hot dogs again tonight. Somebody yeah. needs to make this main. So usually right, one right. of us would get a podium and be like, <laughs> 200 bucks, and that's 1980s money. Yeah. So that would go a long way. Oh, yeah, a lot of cans of beans. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 we used to go up there quite yeah. a bit. They used to have, you know, the cool thing was in between some of those races, they'd have pro races too. And you could kind of go like between Trumbull would have one, and then this other one would have one. You know, he, they'd have the national. Then on like Monday there'd be a local local race with oh, and GTT might show up or whoever's yeah. on tour too. Sure. And so me and Steve I used to do those a lot, and trying to get some income. I mean, our income from from Woodward was probably max 150 bucks a week. Yeah. So yeah. you better make some mains. Right. <laughs> Laying down here's the here's wow. 50 bucks, Bob. And probably the trade-off was that you have you, you live there for free. Oh yeah, Woodward, so free and food and all that. Food, so so the one fifty is really not too bad considering. No, it's all keeper. But when you're traveling, it's you use keeper. that up quick, right? It, like I say, I, it was it was awesome at the time. And again, nineteen eighties money. That's probably like eight hundred dollars yeah? or something. Oh, <laughs> one one bit of car trouble and you're you're really stuck. Well, like I say, we had the crew, so it's like I say, it's a real fun fun thing. But that was all yeah. MBL. But you had up in Connecticut, so I didn't really start traveling. Uh, turn pro uh is that still right around the time of the worlds in orlando well that's leading up so sort of call it from like like we met up with uh those woodward guys in, in, around yeah. i think it was 86 in pittsburgh and we, oh. we me and steve just headed out and said okay we're gonna hit this one hopefully somebody makes it yeah. we'll drive to the next one yeah. maybe we'll meet somebody or and so yeah so then and then so 87 for the oh. worlds i had been at camp all summer that right. and i already been and, and, yeah. and turned double a like in spring uh-huh. and raced the irvine world cup in california the vision a couple months before the world right yeah and okay. it was the biggest pro purse ever or whatever yeah. it was huge money yeah yeah Twenty-five thousand. so that was like first double a or a pro race they they called it in, in the la pro and then you went made to main. I made, I missed it. The first day wasn't the big money, and I made the semis. And they were quarters. And I'm like, wow, that was pretty good. Were and they paying out the semis back then? No. Only but made main. it the next day. So Gave I, Harry Leary an elbow in the first turn for the fourth in the semi. But that was a flat turn. I was yeah, inside yeah. in these big doubles. Yeah. yeah. He you can see it. There's a video. He would have done clean. the same thing to you. Oh, it's totally clean. 
Yeah, yeah. But you would have done the same thing. You fired up at me at the finish line, so I was like, "Of course, I'm I'm pro now." Yes, right. So I made it. Yeah. But I was on this old torker and stuff, and that's when Pete was dominating all giant and just pulling and. And so he he took the win, but I remember one funny thing. I'm I'm on the gate beside him. Yeah. Yeah. It's like for the third main, and we're outside, and standing there. I didn't really know him at the time. He kind of looking at my bike because it's like this rattle can torquer for it's already four years old and muffler welds on it to keep it together two seat clamps you know and he's like i hope you get enough in this main to get a new frame dude yeah so it did it paid for the trip it was like 500 bucks or something for i ended up seventh i think out of three mains. oh so even, sixth something like that so even eighth you would have gotten a couple hundred bucks oh yeah so it was good so did you drive or fly we flew so to that one but if you watch them there's it's online vision street where i think it says 1988 but it's really seven and yeah yeah i knew lenny batiki from florida and you know yeah. an old announcer guy he's still well, he's an announcer guy but uh does Car cars racing, now. Right? Yeah, yeah and super cool guy and oh he's like let's do an interview yeah. and i'm like well you know how'd you get here and i'm like to Tell me, drove out. <laughs> Everything else was true about Let's like. Let's keep this story. Here's, here's story. my sponsors, my wife, or my yeah, my yeah, wife. Nope, not my right. wife yet. Eighty-seven. Right. We got married in eighty-eight. So and this is a cap, right? But yeah, check it out. It's pretty, pretty funny online. I think I've watched total eighty scene of the whole thing. It's got some freestyle in it too. It's, it's oh. pretty good. And it was a vision. Uh, vision. It, it, so we made that, and we're like, yeah. And then so then. So a lot of good guys must must have missed went out back to Woodward. Oh yeah, there were quarters. I mean old. They were old dudes. They, they had not been raced for all, like Brent and Brian Patterson. Yeah. All these dudes coming out of the woodwork. So they were quarters. For so, the money. Yeah. Yeah. Made it through the motors, made it through the quarter. Yeah. Like I say, smart line in the first turn for the semi. Hey, there's $25,000 or something on the line. Well, and we, would, we were doing that in Florida for our $50 first. So <laughs> yeah, so you, know, you were used to that. Yeah. Flat turns, man. You know, that's... Oh, it's great. I mean, look at motocross. I mean, we cause... We don't have a berm for first turn. Yeah. It just flat track and then around first turn pro like whole our whole crew kind of did and uh orlando crew at like 1984 and this mpsa was a pretty big thing and they had already these established pros just kind of local dudes but fast and man we all came in there and started banging them because mpsa tracks were notorious for not having any berms and they're like well what are you doing dude i'm like we're here bro right there's money it's like 150 bucks or something yeah fourth so we did it so it was pretty fun that's not bad Oh, there was good then. money. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, we we lived off it for a couple summers, and then they went out. Like, so they went out. And, and, so did so NBL took over those tracks, or those tracks closed? So I, actually, I'm pretty sure ABA took over a lot of them, because the Orlando track had already kind of moved to the yeah. fairgrounds, but the other track was there, and it was still yeah. NBSA, and then it was ABA for a while. Right. And they right. took over, and there was one in the Okoy, but then I think NBL eventually took those over yeah because ABA was never strong so at the time you were in was the forever else Bixler involved then oh yeah since I can ever remember in my life yeah yeah I mean she yes she's been she started I mean she was part of the starting that track that's in the early 70s man well I'm sure she's in the Hall of Fame so we're good there well that should be I would think so yeah I think she was inducted a while ago but but man, I mean that's a lot of time oh, she's, she's rad, put man. in. She she's really got a passion for it, so it's really a cool passion. to get kids stoked because you can see. <clears throat> I always think BMX racing is good because it kind of throws some rules at you a bit, and you got to kind of yeah. and you got to yeah. have goals and do this. And I think it really yeah. can build character. Not that freestyle or bike riding can't, but in racing, it's kind of yeah. it's like team sports. You learn team sports stuff, but you get to do it on your own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And have some style and make it look good. That's yeah, yeah, and create it the way you want to. 
Yeah, yeah, racing too. You can look all ugly. You yeah. might still win, but you got to at least yeah, bend your bend over, turn the bar. Oh, if you get out front yeah. and there's a double, yeah. you got to go lay some style. You have to. Oh my God, turn your bar, son. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's, that's funny. That's but yeah, so MBL, MBSA. So from, so from Irvine, this is all the same year now, right? Yeah, and then back to camp for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then back to where I lived in Orlando, of course. Yeah. And so, yeah. Had road to, we had like a we had a pre pre race we had like a pro pre race before that because we had a really strong pro scene even in state then like you'd mm -hmm. have two gates of dudes and it was just pro one pro am yeah and uh, yeah so we'd always had a good strong state series with cash for MBL too and so everybody kind of showed up to, for a pre it's a week before the worlds and so right. we had a really good group I think I yeah. ended up third at that nice. as well <laughs> and that paid up. a little too right yeah that's a little bit of money. So that yeah. was a week before, and so that uh -huh. was practice, did, did a little practice. But yeah, that race was crazy. There was quarters in that, too. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that was a... That's cool. I was just on for this this double-A psych for this yeah. little bit, right? But Especially I, after Irvine, you were probably on quite a high. Then those guys beat me up, so... Well, we, you know, yeah. but anyway, yeah, so it was, it was yeah, we were, we were stoked to ride. And I was but the just confidence like level must have been... Pedaling, jumping. Yeah, your confidence level, level must have gone through the roof after Irvine. Oh yeah, like I said, it was quite surprising to be honest. I'm like, oh, we're going, and we're yeah, psyched, yeah, and we're training, yeah. and we're visualizing it. Yeah. But but then yeah, so Which, the first day getting the all the way to the semi, bro. I said, well, that wasn't that hard. It was hard, yeah. but it was like I made it that far. That was the that was considered a pre-race, not the pre-race yeah, you were Irvine, talking about. But... Yeah, there was a race the day before. Oh no, I'm sorry, I was talking worlds. Worlds um, was just a, a local, but we always yeah. had strong locals. We always had yeah. parents who'd kick in money. Like we we would have. Oh, that's good. They told between. Daytona Orlando, you'd have five hundred dollar purse total. Yeah. Go kart money. Right, right. And the parent and the families were kicking in. Families would kick in. Track would. Maybe we'd say, hey, we'll do a clinic before if you throw up a pro purse. Oh, stuff nice. like that. Oh. Yeah. So it's always been a good strong scene around Orlando for like pro and good riders. I try to start naming them. I'm, people out the obvious one would be rob beams because he, oh rob made it yeah, there too because he yep. made it too so a buddy and i were talking the other night before i left for florida and i'm like you know so we were talking about the worlds and i told him i was most likely going to interview you and, and he, we were talking about who's in the main like how it was just a, a really a surprise main and nothing against you but it's a big race mm -hmm. it's worlds so obviously your name comes up first because you podium, you got yep. third at the Worlds. So as Robbie would yell when he just drove by before when we were chatting, well, number three. Yeah. <laughs> so it's stuck in everyone's mind. I mean, and I have to tell you, because I hope you uh, I hope you realize this, but a lot of people remember that. Oh, that's because super it, rad. It's, it's almost like the underdog not only made the main in the Worlds, the guy that's getting third is usually sponsored by, is probably from California and has a pretty big name sponsor. It's Town so, Car Gang. Yeah. So you were like the, <laughs> the first version of uh, Dave Clymer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. Maybe a different personality. Yeah, but, we were a little bit outside the norm, but it was... But the underdog. Like, you didn't oh, yeah. expect to see you or Clymer in a double-A main, mm -hmm. or single-A, we'll call it then, if it was, M you know, because it was MBL. And I, I think... It is. Well, they didn't call it a. Did they call it elite back then at the world? No, God, no. It was called a pro. Just pro. Just pro. Yeah, just had pro. They, they didn't have, a, have they levels. Of pro. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so Rob Beams sticks out because you know we were think we were trying to remember who was in that main that oh, was, was that was the unconventional 
main maker, and he was the other one. At first, he's super fast, dude. Shredder. At first, I kept saying that was Sean Newberry. They missed the cutoff. Sean Newberry. In typical, yeah, those dudes, team poverty style. They thought they could sign up the day of or something, and you had to sign up like um, three months before, you know, world oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So they kind of showed up and said, "You can't sign up." Like, nope. So oh. they, I think those dudes would have been heat in there though. See. Him and Norman. Yeah. Yeah. Vite. Yeah. Okay, and they were the Vite brothers, right? Um, yeah, Roland was the, the dude who was on Mongoose back in the day. That's and his brother's was Norman. He was who was on Mongoose? Roland Vite. Okay, because there's a picture. You remember that Mongoose picture of, I think, they're jumping over the Mongoose rig uh, in the in the ad. It's an advertisement for, uh, for Mongoose, but I think they're jumping over their... Yeah, it's like a Suburban or something. Hmm. Is that him? I don't know if that's you, him or not. No, no, I'm asking who that may have been. Oh, I think that's one of the, even like John George or one, I don't know, really an older guy or, you know, there was yeah. some dudes on there that... Uh, it was a crazy jump to flat yeah, over this Suburban. Roland shredded it up. He, he used to kill, yeah. he'd, he'd win all those MPSA races. Oh, I was did he? Oh. About. Yeah. Still had the Mongoose kit and Mongoose. He was like, and he had a Mongoose. He didn't have a special one. He rode a Mongoose, dude, and it was small, dude. And he was, he was seven feet tall or something. Oh, so it's kind of like a Stu cool Thompson guy. riding a little tiny 19 and, then, and a half top tube red line. Yeah, Norman's his little brother and, and mm -hmm. so he's our age. So, yeah. So Roland's a little bit older. And yeah. And then uh, he's super fast too. And yeah. Norman, yeah, he won the Grands one there, I'm pretty sure. Oh, wow, like I didn't that. know that. Like, yeah, you know, B-Pro or whatever. Maybe yeah, super fast. So these, was, like I say, there was a lot of competitive. Rob Beams was all in that. Yeah. We were just talking about some of the state stuff. And, and Steve Aglio. Oh, Ag, yeah, he raced double A. Vince Asbury? Vince, he's down south, and he'd kind of quit by 85, but oh my god, I had to oh, race him. Okay. Yeah, at these state races, he would... When you were an amateur? When I you, rarely you beat when you him, let me put it that way. That dude yeah. was fast. I had him yeah. beat one time. It's funny, this trip, right, when we go... The, the week before was the state finals, before we were yeah. going to leave to go to Pittsburgh or something. Yeah. And uh, I had... I was beating him, I was in like second or something in uh -huh. the main, and there was a sweet table at the Cape Coral, and it was made out of shell rock, and I had to lay it over. And it's funny, I have the picture of me jumping uh -huh. right toward the finish line and yeah. it's on the ground i'm like oh they got me for probably 200 bucks on that deal I'm like dang it maybe you don't need to jump every time i, I don't know that, that, <laughs> let me that, take that back yeah that may you maybe a take yeah, back of your comment if you're winning if he would have pursued style. it yeah he, he oh would yeah top guy yeah it, i i remember the name he was making me and he, smoked, he, just, he was just smoking <laughs> so how old were you when you turned pro well he, be pro because if 19, it was nba it would have been be pro yeah, 19, and then double yeah. A, 22, and then had a good year when what I was 20. So how old were you when you? Were, so I don't have to do the math. How old were you when you when you got World Three? In August, 23 years old, but just newly turned. 23, mm -hmm. which was probably considered on the older side of the A pros, right? Yeah, probably peaking. I mean, all those guys yeah. were in there. Pete and all those guys were the same age. Well, I remember still seeing Greg Steve. Hill was in there. Travis Chipres. Yeah. Townsend. It, yeah, these were all about the same age. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, even after I started, I saw I saw Aglio come up to Meriden for a national. Oh, event. he used to travel even more, man. He was yeah, he was awesome dude. Miss him a lot. Did he live near you? Was he one of your your? He we he was we were the crew. Friend. Yeah, be him and, and Brian McGuire and then Newberry got in this. We would all oh, okay. like say at this house and do gates and just hang all out and go to Orlando. races. Man, we would go to races in the. He's mm -hmm. Ranger with like six people, but it only had a bench. So there's dudes in the back, like all the way to Nashville. I'm like, I don't know if this is a oh good my idea. God. But yeah, we were a tight crew. All you didn't do guys. the Murray World Cup then, right? I'm trying to time this out no, year-wise. Um, no, we didn't do the Murray World Cup, but I did some 
The big one. The, that was another big money race. Yeah. I re- first time I went to Nashville was the 83 Grands. I raced expert. I always forget that there was Grands at Nashville. Yeah. Uh, among other tracks. It was not always all Louisville. But I raced a, I raced a couple Nationals at, at Nashville for sure. Yeah. After that. But not the... Yeah. Oh, I raced the World Cup. I did. I remember. I got my bike stolen. Oh. I was racing B-Pro. I didn't yeah. make it. Getting ready to leave. Nice boss. Go take a pee. Yeah. Come out, bike going like that quick, uh, and then we were leaving. So I was like, okay. Shit. I know, right? So that wasn't a good weekend. Oh. So that was it. No, especially but, if you're like. But Daily Weekly you know, made the pro main. He was about another bad local badass. Like we had a good crew. Daily it was Knob Hill guys. Yeah, we had these trails called Knob Hill. This but, is what everybody's skills sprung from because it was it was rad. It was. Yeah. We had. And that was in what area? Was that in Winter the Park? Area? It was right by Steve's house. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I would. We would all ride there. Yeah, like from far. I, I used to ride from Pine Hills. That was probably a ten mile ride there. Mm-hmm. And we would do, you know, work on them, ride, and we always had races out there with a gate, three man races, and it was hmm, wide enough for one and a half. One. <laughs> so you just race, and we would have so many people. We would do that on Sunday. We'd all race the local at yeah. Orlando. Yeah. And like I say, nobody liked MPSA, any cool guys. So yeah, then yeah. they would all come out on Sunday. Yeah. Todd Corbett, up and so many people. Just all these dudes. He's he's bigger right, than you. Sean, older than me. Rob Beams would be out there. Mike yeah. Parker, just all these people, right? Yeah. And we would sometimes we'd run motos, three motos, mm-hmm. qualify out, and then yeah. semis, and, and and then we'd run three mains, and then we would right. do that three times. Uh-huh. Whoever that, whoever, then you'd have a trophy dash. So yeah. winner this yeah. main, winner this main. Yeah, yeah. That's for the plate, and we had a plate, yeah. and then, and you would run the plate at the next local. If you had the Knob Hill plate on, they're like, oh, this dude's a badass. That's so awesome. it was rad, yep. Those are good times, man. Wow. End up plowing it like, you know, Orlando style. Everything's under construction all the time. So <laughs> it, right. was, it was a super rad place. But we we had rhythm and, you know, like we had a rhythm section in 84. Gravity Cavity, we called it. Yeah. And it was peak to another peak to another yeah. one like and we're like oh you got a nosedive like it was kind of new we'd saw sure. it somewhere you know oh, what i mean absolutely. harker was a big supercross guy and yeah. motocrosser so he probably spotted some opportunity oh. and he was he was a really main yeah. pusher on building crazy stuff yeah. but yeah like just that kind of stuff like it was kind of advanced for what yeah. it was and the dirt was really good because it was an old incinerator right. pile hold on one second is st- i love hearing steve but Steve is as loud as your voice right now, so I think we're. <laughs> Excuse me, I gotta edit that. It's family friendly. <laughs> yeah, so the crap's gonna hit the fan. What time are they not starting yet? He's... They're not starting yet, are they? No, no, it's 11:30, I think. So we got that was the first event, I think. Yeah, good. Instead, done. There we go. We're clear. Thank you, Steve, for stopping at that. Because I've got a serious interview going here, Steve. So anyway, it was a really yeah, big yeah. deal. And it, funny, somebody came out, somebody's dad came out, the Mosses, I think, mm-hmm. and he was like a track official, and filmed it. F- filmed one of these races, yeah. and then we showed it at the break the next Saturday night on a big screen, I remember, with no a projector. Way. Yeah, it was pretty... No, I don't know where Whoa. that film is. I'd yeah. love to see it. I've got a few pictures from there, but yeah, not yeah. like you'd have now. Right, right. I've got like, oh, this is that day, but that's it. But man, that that, that place was, again, you kind of keep running into yeah. these things and these groups of dudes because I, I didn't meet these guys till after I said, oh, I want to get a little more serious at this racing. And then we all had the same kind of tastes. Yeah. Make it look good. A little more, on, like I say, 
alternative side of music and style and just just make your bike look and good. You make everything that, look cool. And you had that going on when you made the main Nervine, right? So. Well, I, well <laughs> not according to Pete, but we thought so. Oh, you mean the, the trails? What well, are we talking no, about? I just mean the... Just oh, that's the, always been just, just the, the, the thought process. I'm a blue-collar pro kind of thing. It, oh, yeah. It must have made you... Well, actually, dogs. I remember the videos. It would it, You would absolutely stick out. Yeah, because of what we were talking about before, factory, factory, factory. Oh yeah, yeah, the, Greg, the town factory, car guys. Factory, yeah, that's what I know. when I said that I got beat up by them. It just yeah, yeah, a yeah. war of attrition, and they yeah, won. Sure. As you know, they're pulling up to the race so again. We're kind of like, oh, did it hot dogs again? Yeah, <laughs> right. But then someone would pull it off. Oh yeah, meat and potatoes, stuff like that. And it's just, so cool that yeah, you guys so kind of shared fun. in that, so you can keep the dream going. It's, that's well, we pretty all, wild. I mean, our, we weren't just going to do it for fun. Like, the idea was mm -hmm. to get the Porsche the whole nine yards. Because yeah. in the mid early mid-80s, it was a career option to yeah. be a pro BMXer. Oh, right, right. According, at least to me, I mean, it was something yeah. you could pursue and if sure. you could win. Again, even after that Worlds thing, right, I'm like, oh, maybe I get a sponsor. But maybe a little bit too outside the norm. And, you know, yeah. and we definitely like to break rules and stuff. And I don't know. It just never really turned into any kind of... Like oh you're on GT yeah. now or anything? Well, it was it was, was fine pre, you know, mm. say S and M days where someone like you at that time of Moeller really getting his company going, it he did exactly that with Dave Weimer. So it was just like a half a generation well, well, too BMX. soon for you. Otherwise, you would have fit the well, Dave Weimer mold. I think. Uh, I, mean, I got I a couple, I got a a couple frames from Chris for sure. So, but yeah. what it also what happened at that time is BMX started to take a kind of 88, 89. That's when it started yeah. going down, like the racing side. Yeah, yeah. Freestyle had come up I quite a bit. I felt that though. And then, remember those scooters with like little mags on them and stuff? Those yes. blew up. Yeah. And so, uh, between the so the money's all you know what was yeah. going 100% to BMX racing because that's all there was. Yeah. Now it got split up and the market started to soften a bit. Uh huh. You know, a lot of those companies were just corporations. Yeah. This doesn't make any sense. They're not passionate. You know, I mean, I mean, not saying right, a lot of them right. were, but more like dads and stuff. So that's kind of how it all evolved into the riders starting to take it over. Like you're talking about with Chris and sure, yeah. And, and, it, and it, it just got worse as far as desperation, right? Because then they started having uh, those um, not GPB, I don't think. But the, the oh F ones F ones I raced those yeah in the parking lot at the Grand that was good money too you you know you could you could make a couple bucks it was it was the fun bike I still got one I oh, ride it around Orange City yeah I got a Diamondback that I got from from uh, from Abbott's bike shop where I that's where you were I worked sponsored by Abbott's right yeah but for, basically like for life kind of thing. right right <laughs> but, but yeah. when you were when you made well, those mains yeah that's where I wore yeah, 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 were they yeah. orange I think yeah okay. All right. Blue dyno. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit of a yeah. mess up there. We're trying to get a kit together. Yeah, but I'm a fan of Hans Nissen. So if that tells you anything, well, it's right I, up our I, alley. I love unconventional underdog right. arm sling, dude. It's, every time I think of that, he had this oh, kick-ass Chewbacca. That was badass. Yeah, I'm like yeah. you're hard, dude. Just let they made the thing. He was from fast. What I understand that dude was it fast. was a homemade because I guess his yeah. shoulder used to keep popping out, right? Yeah, that's so it. They, they made that, but yeah, I just I, oh, that I dude's love, a badass. I, yeah, I just. I love the underdog pros, and he and man, he, he was good. Yeah, I wonder if you can like good. in our time. Like I said, you could you could even there was local race. We had a pro scene uh -huh. per se, especially in Florida. Yeah. I'm sure it was a lot harder, to get more spread out. Sure, but 
you know so and i'm sure california had the same thing where you, mm-hmm. you didn't really have to work too much yeah it's a crappy job or something yeah. I, sure. crappy job but i worked at the bike shop quite a bit which yeah. lets you go okay you gotta go to a race or whatever yeah. and those guys were awesome keith and which i'm sure is hard because they sell you know they do so i wonder if you can be an underdog pro is what i guess i was getting at nowadays because oh, okay. nowadays who knows it's like only you know it's just it's it's different for a lot of reasons well, but like, i don't think you can just be this local pro anymore like, I don't well, think it has any power. Tell. It used to have some power or weight to it. Like, oh, this dude's pro. I think it still you does, of course. You can't tell because I, I feel the the uniforms make it so that I, unless the guy wants to go, like, jeans and a T-shirt, there's really no way to, well, you, which they wouldn't do. So the uniforms make everyone look pro, I guess is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I saw that yesterday, too. Gas mask. He's ready. He's I getting was, ready for the fire. I was doing an interview yesterday, same spot, and that kid went by with the gas mask Kid on. with a gas mask. And only like at Swamp World Fest. World War II. Yeah. But, uh... Man, I'm, I gotta find that kid. I well, I think you can look on. find the, found, find the all more crazier dudes. They'll have a little looser pants on or something nowadays in race. And those guys now... Yeah. Oh, man. Medium. Yeah, but it's practically uh, road biking. It's it's well, lycra. Practically. They're over there doing it right now. Top dudes. There was I know. forty. I think forty some over there. I was watching some of it yesterday. Well, it is a it's a pro. Uh, this is one of the pro series. Well, yep, I call it pro series. USA BMX Pro they, Series. Yep, it is pro series. It's okay. the first one. Okay, pretty sure. Got maybe it. maybe and last week was. I, don't I know. forget how many they do. There might be ten or twelve, but but yeah, this weekend's one of them. Yeah, so they're hitting how, Supercross Hill. How far are we from Oldsmore? Oh, if, there, if you could do it kind of without traffic, it's a couple hours from here. Couple maybe, hours, maybe, okay. but maybe an hour from here. We're actually a little bit closer yeah. where we are, but because of traffic, I mean, yeah. if you leave in the morning, you get there, but on the way back, yeah, hour and a half. I mean, you got to kind of get, get Which, off the interstate and go through town a little bit. But. This is embarrassing to admit because I always, I always focus whenever I'm down here, I'm focused on Swamp Fest. You know, the past handful of years, but uh, is Old Oldsmore toward uh, Atlantic side or Gulf side? It's Gulf side. It's Tampa. Oh, it is. Yeah, okay. It's just a suburb. All right, Tampa. got it. All there's right. A, and there's another ch- regular track in Tampa proper too. Okay. Well, if it wasn't too far, I would think about going there tomorrow. But I've, I'm trying to I'm trying to finish a few a few of these before that people take off. So, because I'd like to go see my buddy my buddy Tom Johnson. Oh, Tom! Yeah, he'll be yeah. shredding it. I, I love watching him race and ride. He's improved. Yeah, Tom's He's the only guy I know that's improved more after 40. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's better. Yeah, he's, he's, he's good. Uh, he's, he's always ripping. He was ripping yeah. it last week at the state qualifier. There was just one at Oldsmar last week. Oh, okay. Of, and uh, he was killing it now. I think got a second. Yeah. And Alto's in there. Those dudes are all... Now they split it up. It's It used to be 51 and up. Right. <sighs> And so, I'm on the far side of that. Now they split it 51, 55, 56 and up. Right. Like I say, I age out of them all. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, you and Mike Savage. And, uh, and maybe those guys are all, I, I mean, so. expert here. That is serious business. Some of them dudes don't work. I mean, you know, I mean, like just do coaching and serious yeah, yeah. dudes. Like yeah. fast, fast. So it's like, yeah. man. So if you're going to pull a second United States series, so I'm race, glad that's they split impressive. it up. So but he's in that mix still. But I mean, there's even yeah, in mine. Yeah. You know, if you race an expert. Yeah. And you're this old. Sure. You've probably been doing it for a while. You're not like you didn't just go through the ranks real quick. No. <laughs> and so you're no. You know every trick of the trade to get in that final. And, so and, it's and fun. I can say you don't Super for- competitive. I guess what I'm getting at. It's nuts. Yeah. And you don't forget it. So it's a matter of just getting the leg speed back. For me, you would know because you never stop. Squats and but sprints. And- I didn't do anything with for 18 years on a BMX bike. So when I get back into it, 
all the skill was there, but the speed wasn't. I didn't have, I still don't have great leg speed, but. Well, they're uh, all clipped in too. I don't run, I run flats. Yeah, yeah, I prefer to be at a complete disadvantage. Oh that's, yeah, it's that's just my a little favorite bit. way to Sometimes, be. Sometimes, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll do all right. I can make the main and, you yeah. know. Well, yeah, you're always in there. I mean, lately, second or third here and there. Which is a good day, right? Oh I yeah. Mean, based on what Sometimes you're saying. Sometimes there'll be semis, so it, it's, it's a good group, but uh, yeah, running the flats. And, and Sometimes you'd be like, "Oh, if you just got clips, you, you can get, win." But I'm like, yeah. "At what cost?" To my mental, I, yeah, my lizard yeah, brain yeah, yeah. and clips <laughs> on a BMX track are yeah. not gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> smash into the ground so hard because I'll go, "Why is my mm. foot not poking out all dog piss?" Like You're when right, I try right. to save it, instead you just. So I'm like, I'm just terrified of that. I, I threw some on my race bike one time. Yeah. Let me try these. Right. I couldn't make it around the block. I stopped because I couldn't feel my pedals. I just said, "I can't." I couldn't even bunny. I said, "Just go right back to the house." Yeah. yeah. No. I couldn't either. It's just uh, more power to him, whoever needs to do oh whatever. But I, that's why I just I, w I think that would be a bad result. And yeah. it feels good to whip up on dudes with the flats anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. It, fortunately, uh, in Connecticut, most of the guys we race are uh, flat pedal, fifty-one to fifty-five. Now Mike Savage is fifty-six, so he's we'll still combine because we're oh, we're yeah. not well, as big on the older sure. ages. Well, I mean, you get a, you'll have a class at a local, but I, I have less of a chance of having a, a class if I were Mike, oh. if I was fifty six and over. So Mike Savage will be combined down oh, yeah. because there, I think there's only one other That's how guy, it is here too. which is fine because Mike would rather race us anyway. You know, that's he'd like. To I've always wondered like that, like you know, oh maybe I really can I race the forty one to <laughs> yeah yeah can I reclass yeah, bump yourself down. <laughs> but I'm those guys all you know. The competition's really good. It's we're gonna get in the last half of the season here. Well, not even half. Last quarter of the season. See if we uh -huh. can score some kind of plate. It's fifty-six uh, and up. Right. So we've got a month of I training to do. Remember when it was seventeen over expert? Back sixteen in the and 80s? over. When okay. I turned sixteen, oh, wow. it was sixteen and up. And man, Orlando had all these fast up. men who I had to race. Yeah. I, I raced fifteen expert one week and then turned sixteen. Yeah. And said, uh. Yeah. So it was a tough. So anyway, like I say, another great opportunity. That that was good that there were all these dudes Ooh. there, and you have to bang into them, and then you start making that yeah. main. Like I wouldn't even make the main. That's how many people there. Yeah. It's two groups. It's like right. It took a so bit. So you're talking about like Motley, Pringle. Well, nowadays, yeah, those guys are here. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. A whole, whole different squad. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, just in my Pringles, Pringles in mine, fifty-six and up. The joke oh, yes. always is whenever he turns whatever age is when they. they Changed the thing and, and it just happened. So now I'm like, okay, this this could this conspiracy might have some legs on it. Right. Oh, but yeah, God, he he he's funny. been ripping. It's funny. Charlie Williams came back. Old Charlie. Like the GHB yeah, Charlie, Charlie Williams. Yeah. yeah. He's Where racing. Was Charlie it. from. You know, I don't I know. He, he, was he lives in Jacksonville now. But I saw him coming up. He, he started I racing novice, and people were like, yeah. giving him hard time, and then he just works. He's he's fast. Oh, when he's come back, he started. Yeah, out. No problem, bro. <laughs> they didn't let me as soon as I. Even 18 years well, that later. that was probably, they that's were, four decades. Which, like, the records are lost forever. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's true. Trailing on is a yeah, far yeah, longer than me. Turner, but. there's all kinds but of But he's dudes. got, he's come up to speed, right? He seems to be doing pretty well. Like, oh, yeah, he's pulling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just watching them race, man. They had, they had at this race, before the uh -huh. national, there were seven guys for yeah. 56 and all. That's, yeah, that's and really good. missing, so, and then... The, the one down from that had two groups, no semi. But when it's all together, we'd have semis. I mean, we, at a local at Daytona on a Saturday morning, we'd have two groups to get to the main. Really? It was nuts. It's nuts. Wow. Yeah, these dudes, like I say, these dudes are all yeah. really competitive, yeah. too. Like I say, now state season time, spring, yeah. 
winter and so yeah, I'm jumping into the hornet's nest or something. These guys well, are all on it. We'll have to see if we can get in that main. When did you stop racing nationals? Were you an amateur when you stopped? Yeah, were you reclassified? I turned back to, na to that in around 2002 or so. That's mm -hmm. why we were, we were talking about that earlier. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, well I raced, per, I raced like double A, call it, mm. through probably like 1990 and then said, okay, uh, 91, yeah. maybe, maybe 91. And then kind of said, okay, let's reclassify and kind of Which super class or something at that yeah. point. Yeah. And race that a bit and then went amateur for a little bit but then uh -huh. the state season was pretty good for super class so i said oh yeah, let me turn yeah. back up so i raced a couple years toward the end of, just the end Florida. 90s yeah no i don't think i went to any nationals when, yeah when did you class. stop going to nationals i guess is, is my my question well i would maybe go to something at all that time but 2002 say i said i'm not racing anymore okay. no I, I usually don't hit them i mean even like Olds Mars right there. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't really follow that series. I like to do a series, and the state series is so strong. I mean, there's 200 plus motos. I already said this, how many dudes we have. So yeah. I just focus on that. And once that ends, I kind of call it the off season because it's raining here anyway. It's kind of yeah. like one more mountain yeah. bike or bigger wheels because sure. it's going to be crappy weather. And, right. And then get back on it the next October. But yeah, so so started yeah. racing again uh -huh. in 2011. No, go back up. Let's, let's sign up and race. Race. Yeah, yeah. Sign up for expert. Right. It was forty-one and up. But you still kept it local. Yeah, raced that, and then just started racing again state season, mm -hmm. and did that. And but yeah, I mean, I'll race the odd Disney Cup or something comes here, or mm -hmm. some home track, Orlando, Daytona's going to have a national. I'll race that. Oh, you will. Okay. Yeah, but right. I'm and I'll go to the Grands here and there, but yeah. not really qualified, and mm -hmm. so I don't really follow if I followed it. But yeah, I, don't really I get my fix pretty much with the state series. Sure. And I like to ride a lot of different stuff. So my, my focus isn't on racing. And that's probably. And, that, and this is what I like to hear <laughs> because I think we have, we have a good state series. We have a good strong state, state series. So the, the, I'm loving hearing this because I'm having as much fun racing locally where we always have a class. And if we get combined, it's even better. Mm -hmm. it, it's a good thing. And so I'm enjoying that enough that I don't really feel like I need to. to do a national at all period even if it was well trumbull had one that's not my local track but trumbull had one i watched i just went and watched i just something about not wanting to get into that again because maybe i'm afraid i'm going to get too far into it and all of a sudden now i'm going to be like oh, i'm not going to locals because i'm going to go to you know well, here, I think here, you, here i think you got to race the locals to, to even even if do, if i was doing a national service, i wouldn't be one though. of those guys just be racing everything but yeah it's kind of like i say i get i get i'm the all local that's all i'll do in weekly like every week i, I guess i like supporting local that's all yeah, in, yeah we try in to get out there once a week somewhere yeah got a lot good. of choices here too right yeah three tracks within like a but you can hit them all friday yeah. saturday sunday but yeah yeah, just the nationals. I don't know. Just don't really get that jazzed up for it. It's usually a one-time event. It's like not nothing's on the line. At least sure. in the state, it's like okay, I got to finish yeah. here to get this plate and stuff. Yeah. So if we followed it, yeah, but I do pay a lot of attention to it because when you race so many locals, you you see the younger guys or even guys your age. You're like, oh, how do you do? Like, oh, we did good. Oh, oh yeah, I, made I, mean, I watch all the nationals since it's all live now. Yeah, I check it out it's all the time. Check the main. Say, oh, I could probably so, make this main stuff like that. So we're still I'm totally down. into it. We're just not. Not going to the national yeah exactly and yeah i feel like i can again, do, you know if you're looking at it for the, from the giving back perspective i i i feel much better doing us being well attending you know local oh yeah always got got good relationship with all the local mm -hmm. tracks for sure i mean yeah. that's 
it's got to be there. I mean, like I say, Orlando's in the same spot as it was. Oh. So that's insane. So it's Daytona, funny enough. De- depending on when they, old. when this one airs, I'm going to, uh, uh, nobody knows I'm doing this yet, um, but I got approved to, to have a side hack series as part of our estate series. I raced side hack a couple times. Yeah, well, it's, it's crazy. No, it's crazy. There's no doubt. I've, I've got my work cut out for me as far as, because I'm going to have to kind of police it, train people so they don't get hurt. I don't the, want anyone to hurt. The equipment's the thing. Where do you get the equipment for that? You guys I have got two of them. Oh, rad. Well, I use them at the, I've been using them at the fundraiser since day one. So I'm on my, this will be the ninth season of using these things. Yeah, that, that bike shop I was talking about that I met BMX yeah. at in the 80s, they had a side hack and we, yeah. we would race it here and there on a Saturday night. My monkey would always fall off. I would be if the you peddler. Have a, and if he, you have a younger... Have run and, it wasn't, yeah. he was, no, it was Billy Weekly. He fell off on all three of them. I'm like, dude, <laughs> oh, no. just don't try to push. I got this. <laughs> oh, I do want someone that, that's a good skateboarder because you do need that. You need to go down a hill so you can do all the rad moves, right? Like lean over the fender and stuff. Like we need like... Oh whatever some downhill california yeah. 1977 yeah. track right right can you oh my god i can't imagine That'd because be so people sick. must age parking oh. garage might be fun <clears throat> right but we're gonna have an actual state plate well, that's for side hacks so we're gonna award state plates it's not gonna be technically a usa BMX, i was gonna say you don't there's no class for it but they're okay with it i call of course i get a hold of gork because oh, well, he obviously, that. yeah. So I said, "What well, do you think this will fly?" Is you just you said before I go down this road and spend too much time on it. He said, "Absolutely, any track can do what they want to do." Kind of an open class. Yeah, exactly. But I'm going to require, of course, that the whoever is racing side hacks has to be entered in regular class, some class. You have to be racing otherwise. I think it's only fair. You, you know, this is a side show, but it's. It's a good way to put it. Um. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, surprisingly, I didn't even mean that, but it came out right. Um, Have but a jumping it, contest. It's a sight. Yeah, right. That'd be rad. It's, it's hard to jump those things. I remember. <laughs> I've tried. I mean, with my son, so I don't have to worry as much because, you know, if, if someone gets hurt, it's my son. You know, it's, so anyway, I, I think it's going to work out pretty well uh, for the State Series. And it'll be something... How do you do guys... We, do you, how do you run it? Do you? I see that the, they when USA BMX kind mm-hmm. of looked at what we, what the Sunshine State people or whatever it was called, were doing. Sure. They said, "Oh, we're going to try this as a model." And I see they've they've changed a couple. Michigan is running it this way now, oh. like a similar type of thing. You have to race. Yeah. It had the same rules, not the same time yeah. in the summer. Right. But you got to run ten locals and da 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 and three qualifiers and then two races on a weekend mm-hmm. and all that stuff. It's a customized series. So I'm doing four single pointers and the four qualifiers because we have four tracks so we have four state qualifiers and you could drop one similar to regular class you drop one except for the local part i'm saying there's only gonna be four of them because you get i gotta make sure people show so i have to really focus on four single point days so i can make sure everyone shows it at once yeah, I was just wondering how the state season was. We're like, the same. Kind of have to run X amount of locals. Yep. That's a good yeah. idea. That's what I think drives you get people bonus to the track. Points. Yep. Like if you get 10 locals before a certain time, you get an extra couple points thrown into your ranking for a state series, which is, the, or for qualifiers, I mean. The qualifiers are what twenty points for first. Yeah, it's really tight. For, yeah, so one, one or point. two points is a lot. Yeah, so if you do the locals, then you you add another point or two. Perfect. So, 
So yeah, so we have a similar thing going on, but but cool. it cuts off pretty early. You got to have men by like June first, and we we always open in like maybe it's middle of June. We only have like six weeks, maybe hmm. maybe it's the end of June. Fine, I don't know. Get it all you done. don't have a lot of time to get your tent in, and a lot of people don't get them in. But yeah, I always forget about seasons and whatnot being here in Florida yeah, for so long. Yeah, I'm like I, what do you mean? Just opposite. start in January. We wrong? may as well be in Australia. <laughs> I mean, it's that backwards. You know, it's chilly right now. Uh, there's some kind of Jack Frost in there race coming up, or did that already happen? In Egg Harbor? Yeah. It did not happen yet, no. No one started yet. Um, I I think you have geez, I think you have to get to the Carolinas before there's an open, open uh, track right now. Oh. That's racing. Hmm. Yeah, it takes us a while. No if, indoors if, around? Oh, that's no, that's a major problem. We used to have in, indoors that uh, a long time ago when I was yeah. a teenager in the 80s that it was great, but it was WWBMX. Oh, yeah, I remember it was, that. How funny. It, it changed That's hands rad. so many. The sanctions, I think there were three different sanctions, and the indoor track was only there for four or five years. It was the most bizarre thing, but no one cared. They're like, okay, we'll buy a USBA license, which was also one of the sanctions there. Oh, yeah, I remember. That was that one in the middle there. Yeah. Yeah, and they had their grands in Texas. Mm -hmm. Of course, Robbie Morales won it because he went to every race possible. So uh, you, when you pass him, say, "Hey, USBA, number one cruiser, not cruiser." He did it in class. He did. He did it. I heard you're high mucky mucking the USBA, BMX, and USBMX or whatever. Yeah, but he anyway. Remember that lasted like a year or two. It was very very short lived. Yeah, I remember it being a controversy. It, it definitely was, but that's Robbie people, got his number one. That's what people say now. Oh, I'll start a sanction. That's yeah. hard. Yeah, I, I hear people say that. I'm like, do you have any idea? Like, it, it's well, maybe something will come with some, some all these huge backing to get that done. Kind of these old schooly kind of events, which is really just flat, more flat track racing. Maybe that'll yeah. make some kind of comeback. I could see a series like that. It's sure. super accessible to everybody. Yeah. Like I said, go look at the track under the roof over here. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's some kind of Memphis layout from 1983 <laughs> or something. I haven't looked at I really need to check that <laughs> Doesn't out. Doesn't look much different. A little rougher, but uh, uh, probably not too far off. But wow. yeah, maybe that could that would be kind of fun. And for yeah. a new sanction or a new kind of way, hey, we'll sure. have this series. You don't have to spend a lot to build that. You don't have to build a skyscraper hill, and you don't have to yeah. it just be dirt. I don't know. And do it as a one just track old guy deal? talking. Uh, I know, I know. But I know we complained all the time about those tracks back then. It wasn't like, oh, this flat, no no jumps track yeah. is so awesome. We're like, this sucks. We need jumps. Right. So, uh, I hate when people are like, oh, it's so much better before. No, you were crying about it before. One jump per Every once in a while, you give them a track. Oh, this was sick. Braddock Orlando. and there's some good comes ones. up there's, a lot. There's, there's a bunch of them, but most of them. But I don't remember that as being like a Braddock, for instance. I don't remember that as being a negative experience. It was just a different track that I had to figure out a way to adapt to. That's the motocross part of it. It always intrigued me. Yeah. Like people complain, oh, it doesn't flow. But I'm like, I think that's the point. Like, yeah. you put a speed jump in a big, tall speed jump with yeah. no backside just in the middle of the straight. You got to race over it. That's all. If you yeah. can get over it and the next dude can't, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't have to be so cookie cutter. It's like now everything has to be like this far apart and this yeah. way and this wide. And very rollable. It's like, well, yeah. Well, I, I'm thankful it's all rollable because some of that's <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I mean, it's not choppy. It's very smooth roll or, you know. Yeah, these kids, pump, they get off my lawn pumping. or something. It's know. pumping. I mean, wherever it's at now, I'm just happy it's still here. It's rad. It's here. It, we can, you, know. you and I can still race, mm -hmm. and the kids 
still have a place to race. Mm-hmm. So that's the way I look at it. Heck yeah. But um, it's still super rad. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like their shoes that much. <laughs> I don't. I don't either. But. But you don't have to, you know. If you don't oh want no, to, you I don't, don't hold it against to. anybody, and everybody yeah. rides the heck out of everything. Right, right. Some of the dudes are. I'm like, you guys should run flats. They're like, Wait. I don't know how to keep my foot on the pedal anymore. Stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I could see that going away. What's it like working for a company? And we're talking. Uh, we're going to go into just a short bit about business because I did one with Ryan Shearer the other day, and sure. we talked a lot of business, of course. <laughs> um, we talked fun stuff too. But we definitely talked a lot of uh, Sparkies and the companies under Sparkies. Um, what's it like being the racer, the only racer in the business? Well, right? the only one currently racing. I mean, of course. Well, Ryan R- did. Ryan raced and yeah. all the way up to single A, right? Yeah. And then uh, Ronnie D, that's where we met through BMX yeah. Racing and I mean, UGP. But currently racing. But racing, yeah. But everybody's it's a whole but different it's the culture. World. Everybody's into it and understand, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so. Our ideas of getting into that or try to bring back some of the fun part, right? Yeah. Like it's a little bit stiff-ish. Yeah. I mean, everybody's cool and style and track, you know, but I mean, it's really yeah. super corporate and this, and, you know, just, just like we did back in the day with UGB, try to bring a little bit of fun back to it. I think we yes. probably had the same story then. Yeah, this is all getting too corporate. Let's get a little wilder, but yeah, but yeah it's it's cool. Like I say, everybody supports the program, mm-hmm. you know, our, like our, our premier product being that interlock race chain, which, man, Oh, that's I. I just assumed that was a freestyle chain, but I love the idea of the interlock. Yeah, and, so it's a three thirty seconds version. The tensile strength's insane, and you know you see these dudes. They've got carbon bikes and doing seven hundred pound squats and sprints, and then they're running like their dad's road bike chain on yeah. there with low tensile. So this is the idea of why you, you need this chain. And man, mm-hmm. it, once people check it out, they won't go back. We've got some top dudes and trying to ramp up. Sometimes the hard part about it is the marketing side of it. Because sure. it's kind of like this, I call it like my side hustle. I got to do this real work, but then we'll get back I, over here. It's we're, getting we're, there. Um, and then Shadow Riding here goes with race really well, too. And we're doing some new products that are crossover, like a, a full face helmet and some other pads. The Invisalight pads, what I wear. But yeah, all that stuff really crosses over well. So we're just like, hey, let's put the message out there. So we're a co sponsor of the Florida State Series. Okay. And so. Oh, I go and why. set it up. And, yeah, and well, have, I've seen you set up the, the spot. display and, and turn people onto it and mm-hmm. be racing the next one. I haven't had to race any yeah, yeah. lately. But yeah, so everybody's really into it is the simple that's answer. Well, I'm glad that's the answer because I didn't know but what But we're it, not going to turn into like a race. Like It's no. not going to be the main focus. But but you have the freedom to do a little bit of uh, little bit of race stuff in your sponsoring the series. Yeah. The series. That's, that's really good news. I, did, I just assume you were setting up because you work for a, a company that is BMX. Oh, we've got a we've period. Got, you know, BMX all over, all inclusive BMX. A small so. focus that's going to be opening up quite a bit. We've got a lot of top mm-hmm. dudes on 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 the stuff right now. We call it the Chain Gang. Is my idea for the or our idea for the marketing. Yeah. And uh, I mean, so Nick Long being team the, captain, of course, and he actually worked with me in the development of it. Oh no way. Yeah. So he, you know, he, in two thousand. 13, 14, we started yeah. developing it. I said, hey, let's make a 330 seconds version of it. So mm-hmm. tweak a couple things. And and then he he knew LaShawn Cobza uh-huh. from San Diego, that area. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, he had been breaking chains, like training and stuff, and yeah. hurt his ankle. And, and LaShawn said, hey, dude, you should run this sure. regular one-eighth one because it's right. super strong. Right. So he did. And then I'm, he doesn't know, but I'm working on the 330 seconds version. And yeah. he kind of hit me up, hey, can I get some of these chains 
to, to run. I'm like, hey, I'm working on this yeah. whole project. So he's been our number one tester, and man, he's, he's nice. definitely number one spokesman for it. He won't go back, and if he can get people to... So he's working on it, and we're kind of doing this grassrootsy kind of thing, and right. getting dudes on it. So it goes to yeah. John Day. Just how I've got to, I got need to pull out my list. Barry Nobles sure. runs it. Like these those, guys are all sworn to it now. And like they they're are into putting it. torque on these things. Those guys are strong. Guys. So just got to get the get the message out a little bit more. But yeah, so, so we're working on it. Well, the train the the chain definitely is. It sounds like it's even more accepted than I in used than I thought it would be. Super uh, underground. You can you see somebody on the street say yeah. Right on. <laughs> so when, but when I bought it, when I when I bought my my uh, my Speedwolf from you guys, um, when of I of course there's another part of the race stuff. Too. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that one. But when I when I bought it, I thought I was I was just I wanted a strong chain, but I figured it was a freestyle chain because lots of times they grind the chain if they don't catch a peg, they're hitting the chain. Right? Yeah, that was some of the idea behind the interlock. Some of the okay. different um, so it happens to work and for both. And we just because. Be, what what really said well this should be a race chain is the high tensile strength and that tensile strength yeah. is just pulling it apart. You have a test machine, you load a chain in, yeah. and it gives you a reading on how many how much force is, is put into it. So yeah. we did testing against all these sure. chains, and they're strong, but they're yeah. not this strong. Yeah. And then that's in race especially, you can kind of lay that message down. Freestyle kids, lucky to get them to lube it once in a while. Yeah, right. right. But yeah, it's super strong for yeah. impacts and stuff as yeah. well. It's it's out of the way, and but then for a race, you can just say hey. You know, I trust it. I I feel kind of bad because sometimes I look at dudes' bikes and they got little drilled out chains, and I'm like, dude, yeah, don't say. So yeah, okay, yeah, it is 15 grams heavier than what you're running now, but yeah, it's also 47 percent stronger, and you're laying down power, and you have one of those break your chain out of the gate or coming up to a jump, it can mess with your head. You might heal up, but your head will be messed up, so you don't want to get in that situation. I had that with free wheels, and I finally switched over to a cassette. Because I, I was, the free wheels I had were starting, they, they were skipping. And as soon as they skip, I get paranoid. Get rid of They're off. <laughs> because I'm not going head first into the face of jump. I'm just not willing to do that. So I, I ended up going uh, cassette. I feel better now. I feel like that's the technology that seems to be holding up well. So no more broken free wheels. I don't have to worry about that. And there's not a lot of free wheels to be had that are really, um, that are really Good, good quality. Yeah, set There's a few. Definitely taking up. Yeah. So, um, glad we talked about the BMX in your BMX racing within Sparky's as a whole. And we've got the but, uh, the, the Speed Wolf for Sabrosa. And, and then and the frame. Yeah. That that was the one that you know. That's obviously strictly uh, designed for race. But I mean, you could ride it wherever. It's it's got all the. Oh, I do. But in tubing and tech that we use on everything else. Yeah. But, I mean, just a little bit lighter for sure. race. I mean, it's four and a half pounds for, like, a 21.25 or something. And what is it uh, for? So, freestyle. Hmm? What would a weight be for comparison? A, uh, I mean, a you can S&M's get some light. Some yeah, there everybody's, uh, everybody's kind of in that range in uh, chromoly. But versus a freestyle frame is what I mean. It's kind oh, of okay. five, five and a half now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, that's Because you're running thicker difference. dropouts. You're running thicker 
thicker tubing, tubing sets throughout. Thicker. Okay. Yeah, probably gotcha. top gusset too. That adds some, just some bit thicker. In the and forks then, I'm using though, are those crossover forks? They work both. A lot of people both? use them. A lot of the, the Wolfpack dudes have them. The, the Shadow Finest forks. Yeah, I mean they're they're right there. They're they're about 32 ounces, so that's right oh, okay. in the world of, of the lightweight Voltus ones or. Well, Voltus, yeah, they're right in that range too. Yeah. A little okay. bit more drop with the. Um, yeah. The, with the washers in there but yeah so those sure. are all in the range i mean i've got a speedwolf fork that we want right. to do with i got a speedwolf v2 where we kind of tweak some of the tubing to make it even a little bit more stiff if you really look at speedwolf it did a lot of things to mm -hmm. kind of stiffen the whole thing up for sure molly sure and uh, some ovalized tubes and stuff we're going to uh -huh. be using and then i did a, a fork for it so it just the thing with our freestyle works they're kind of built for wide tires so mm -hmm. they kind of come out yes. a bit more so we could sh we yeah. shrank that down we could use a, a little bit smaller diameter tube a little bit thinner and a lot thinner dropout and just kind of yeah. hang it off the end because we're not putting any pegs on it right. you know we put a lot of technology into our freestyle forks sure. to keep the dropouts in mm -hmm. place so especially those finest forks they have a thing called ridgy drop yeah where it's a, a slotted tube and you weld around the whole thing kind of easier to show hard to talk about sure but uh but yeah so that that but that fork away Right now, the protos are 28 ounces. And I have no qualms about it, and that's kind of in the world of a heavier, a bigger yeah. guy, mm -hmm. aluminum or carbon fiber. I mean, I don't see that technology. That's going to be yeah. the way race is. Most of the bikes really look like spaceships now. Yeah. You know, we're not going to get into that world no. right away. You never right. know. So we're not. Yeah, right. Our, our Sub Rosa effort is not like hey. Yeah. I mean, it's always been my dream. Like, oh, maybe I can get one of these top dudes. I have an unlimited budget here. Right, 150,000 right. a year. Yeah. This is your frame. Yeah. Take it early. Yeah, we'll be in. You yeah. know what I mean? How rad right. would that be? Dude, still win it probably. Yeah. Right. How, how much later do you think an aluminum bike is then? Anyone's aluminum bike? Maybe half a pound or a pound. It depends. So why are why are people splitting hairs? Jeez, I don't know. It's Schramali's like dad material. That's all. I got to the yeah. track. It's like, what's yeah. up? That's probably the best this way. This looks like my dad's bike. Oh, like, God. I gotcha. Oh, man. <laughs> so I should run the biggest number plate i can then well that that'll that's a giveaway <laughs> i was wearing my open face helmet and then that was one i said i gotta get a yeah, full face and these kids I, stop hassling me right like oh what are right. you you just you race novice and all this i got flats on there like, yeah I'm like no bro yeah so i tried to right. I tried to disguise it so i don't get hassled in stage i do feel safer with the full face racing though oh yeah it's it's way it, uh, like i say I'm into the style part of it too sure. and that's the style so yes we want to have the coolest looking full face yeah. not yeah. be so that's in the works too. Yeah, yeah, we've got an in mold. Um, and all this like a, is this all vantage. Yeah, we can talk about it a bit. Yeah, it should be out by the end of summer. Okay. All got right. a got Good. some new shadow riding gear stuff. Vantage line where we're releasing a super lightweight glove. I can show you. It's nuts. Yeah. Like even lighter. Our Conspire glove, the current one. Uh -huh. It's really sick with a really slim fit with a right. non bunching palm and super light. But this one's those features plus even oh lighter God, i'm so glad you said non bunching palm because that is a headache i just yeah check them out it you, just creates a whole nother loose spot yeah it's got a nice you know? the conspire gloves have a nice four-way stretch on top and so yeah. you kind of gotta you have to squeeze into them a bit so you, sometimes you're like oh this gloves don't like no it's not oj go ahead and put it all the way on <laughs> oh, you know <laughs> see i gotta watch you because you're gonna throw things in there and i'm gonna i'm trying to catch them all but i don't know if anybody will know the reference but yeah you know he's it, all like eh. i'm like no just put it on yeah, dude yeah hey, you know what these are little rewards for people that give this podcast a chance because everyone's heard of oj but yeah know? so then that's that's the goal like to make to make these gloves like just 
butter. And again, these right, are things that right. are they're maybe kind of products we sure. have that we not everybody knows about. Once they find out about it, it's like, wow, these are yeah. the best gloves, blah, 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 yeah. stuff like that. So it's real fun to, to see that reaction. Right. I can't wait till, like I say, there's a lot of cool stuff going on. So. Well, it, but yeah, that full face helmet will be badass. Man, so you've got a, my language. You got a few things that are going to drop this year. Then possibly the frame. Do you think the frame will make it this year? Trying to make it happen. Yep, we've got a frames of yeah. different disciplines, but uh, leave that as racing. a mystery for now. And so we we also did a version. I did a race version of our um, definitive cassette hub too, because it's high engagement. Oh, uh, okay. And uh, so I just did a, a race version of that. So maybe yep. you see that. But again, mm. these are things that are more like a dream, but. Because so, so we're into we're into bikes at Sparky's of all yeah. kinds, you know. Too, and everybody there is like just loves bikes. Most people throughout Sparky's are on the freestyle side. Oh yeah, yeah I would I would say it that. It should say Park Street. Um, yeah, it, it's yeah, that's, that's our focus. That's the for wheelhouse, sure. really. That's why I wanted to talk about this few products because uh, it, it is happening. So I'm learning some stuff today that's happening that, that's uh, pretty cool. Thanks. I'm definitely looking forward to the helmet. Because, like you said, full face is the only way right, I, I so go. Right. I've, I've got one. I'll show it to you. I brought, I brought it out. Oh, here? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you can check out, check out some of the is line. It, like hidden in the car? No, no, it's it's over. At the <laughs> it's at the booth. Yeah, I've got some meetings, so I said, hey, let me show these guys. Oh, I wasn't so I sure the content. Not out. Whether, it's just in, yeah. it's in a tub and behind it. Well, when it's out, then you get a lot of questions. Of, can I get? Well, it? I've been can showing it, it at the races, and that's the way it's been. When's oh, this yeah? coming out? Oh, nice. Summer. I think it. I think it'll be. It's going to be a rad yeah. project, and it'll enable some of this race marketing. Now we see, okay, well, we got to sit market this to race, sure. so what about this stuff, too? And, and uh, before I forget one of the most important parts of this, of uh, the Sparky's Distro Companies, uh, what's your exact role at, is it fair to say it, as Sparky's? Because yeah, Sparky's you're all uh, brands, right? Yeah. I, mean, I, I realize you may have multiple roles, but what's your, what's your primary job at uh, Sparky's? kind of uh, on more on the, the well <laughs> it's it's evolved since I started working at Sparky I started working at Sparky's as basically a warehouse helper uh-huh. it was the, I mean it was the warehouse manager but it was just kind of putting stuff in boxes kind of went up through so I've yourself. done a little bit of everything but I, I do <laughs> really deal with uh, production international yeah. sales they kind uh-huh. of go hand in hand right because you're shipping direct to them so sure. there's a lot of logistics that go into that so yeah. i'm real well versed on all that development of course so development for all the brands and that would include any part or riding gear clothing whatever yeah. i have a team of course but and then you know but, and then so that those two international sales production development but also whatever really as needed you know sure, that's what sure. i put in on my on my projects tag it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, it says just job descriptions like yeah. as needed yeah so but yeah a little right. bit of everything you yeah. know just really into bikes and the company really stoked you know and just the we have a, we have a designer byron anderson mm-hmm. like he works in you know 3d drawings and all that so yeah it's like i say it's a team effort but i'm like the you know a, a basic product manager on that side where you're kind of you got to take everybody, yeah. the creative side, this, yeah. the production side, make it all into this and say it needs to cost this much and, mm-hmm. and this is how much we're going to sell it for and then here's how we're going to oh, sell cool. it. So, so yeah, but I did most of the work on sure. on the Speedwolf for sure. And yeah, I like to throw yeah. in, hey, like when we're, I really like making frames. I, yeah. Frames always the coolest part. Whatever you're riding, 
what are you riding? It's not grips you have on. It's your yeah. frame, right? Oh, yeah. Even Absolutely. if it doesn't have one other part from that company, it's still a Sobrosa or it's a Colt or whatever. Yeah, right. So, yeah, so I, I have a lot of input on that stuff because I was, like, thinking outside of it. But everybody, it's a really mm-hmm. good team, and everybody kind of chips in. So it's it's always hard to say, yeah, I designed that. Right. Yeah, remember, there's so many cool projects that we do too, but there's always these cool aspects where you maybe you had this input and you said, oh, that turned that into that. You said, oh, don't do that. Or, yeah, right. this is a great idea. So, yeah, it's basic product management with uh-huh. a lot of logistics and international sales again. That, which Started is pretty well. I kind of took that over, but it was kind of part of my production side anyway. And you've had to do, how often do you have to travel internationally to, to Asia mostly? Anymore. Right? You really don't have to, but I like to have a relationship, so sure. I like to go at least once a year. Uh-huh. I went back in September, and so I might not go this year, but I mean, uh-huh. for a while there, as as kind of, you know, the internet has blossomed, you used to have to go quite a bit more. Right. And it depends on, if you have a, especially in the bike assembly thing, mm-hmm. you kind of got to make sure they can do it right the first time, so they yeah. know how to do it. So I've, I've, last year might have been the first year where I missed the actual sitting just at the on the line right, watching right. them build them yeah early in the game man i would sit down there i wouldn't that's i'd say set me up a desk here just yeah. at the end of the line right keep right. walking up and down oh what where yeah. are all those orphan bikes over there what's going on you know yeah yeah but now we also have a really strong team with rocksteady supply co which is our okay. trading agency there in taiwan yeah and so those guys of course we all tra- train them up sure. and everybody so so they so you can make it easier for them so you get people looking out for your best interest there as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. but yeah, I mean, I like to go, like I say, we know everybody. It's not all this, you hear all this pick stuff out of catalogs. Yeah, yeah you can yeah. do that. It's right. easy enough, but we're making our own stuff and going there and knowing the people mm-hmm. and going, well, yeah. do I even want to deal with this guy kind of thing? Just peep. So always good to have a relationship with everybody. Absolutely. That's what I enjoy. Plus, Taiwan's a rad place. Is it? It's kind of, I call it the Florida of Southeast Asia. Plenty of fried chicken. There's 7-Elevens everywhere. Everybody <laughs> yeah. speaks English. There's BMX. Really? BMX squads. BMX only shops. Really? Yeah, it's good they mostly speak there. English in Taiwan. It's it's taught in school. It's like because oh, English is the international business language. language. Yeah. So get that easy. Yeah. Like if you're from France and you go to Taiwan, you speak to them in English. Yeah. You, don't, you know they don't have French guys. Right. So so yeah, it's but it's really cool, really cool, yeah. and the temp, and the weather's exactly the same. Yeah, you know, they have typhoons. It's super humid. Palmetto bugs. Yeah rains a lot i'm like well it's, it's I'm, and it's it's funny i look at the globe and then it's exactly it's almost exactly on the other side of the world i'm like what is going on here 12 hours wow. so cool. meeting with them can be a bit challenging so i, I do a lot right. of skype and, and um, teams meetings but do that to everybody i've been talking to all kinds of worldwide lately this yeah. week yeah well yeah you had mentioned them you know, France, your, your obligations Germany, to get that stuff done before you and i sat down well actually i'm sure you still have stuff to do but yeah, uh, always, always, yeah. you know, just customer service. I think everybody needs a little bit of a personal touch to make sure they get all the information and, you know, yeah. the market's a little squirrely right now, so mm-hmm. just want to make sure everybody's hanging in there. It's, it's such Makes a chain, right, sense. all the way from the, the start. I mean, you got vendors all the way up, so once mm-hmm. things start falling apart, it can get tricky. So it's, I kind of like it. It's My job's never the same day to day. You fire mm-hmm. up that email, you don't need coffee. Don't drink any coffee before you fire these up, because it could be something pretty wild. And say, okay, so it's a, now it's a puzzle. Yeah, yeah. And how do we figure this out? It's the end of the world. No, we can do this and do this. And, pivot so it's very exciting the way i'd put it daily so it's cool that it's bmx because it's bmx 
could be I used to work at Arby's at one point in management <laughs> I said, could be roast beef don't ever forget right, I know <laughs> I love roast beef don't get me wrong right <laughs> but yeah it's it's I'm a really bad you job do have to work in there and um, <laughs> you know again it's just another one of these things that yeah. I kind of ran into yeah. like there wasn't you know we didn't go to school to do this well we did MBL University I think I yeah. put in my <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great <laughs> It's exciting to hear because I haven't met you know one person there when I for the first time. I mean, I your guys are great. Every single one of them is so polite and fun, and they're just good people, you know. So it's uh, I'm happy for you that you have such a good fit because it, it's hard to find. Oh yeah, it's in general to find. It's a good, I don't know, good crew. I don't know of anyone in the industry that isn't pumped that they're actually working in such a fun industry that that they're doing something that they already liked anyway you know yeah and it's 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 creative no matter what there's something you create either yeah. create a solution to this or help create this you know frame or this part or so it's i like that part of it too i, I say i like the puzzle puzzle pieces well you're good at it you're you're very good at it well you, can, you know you can't that's the only outcome we can have is the best one that's right, right, right. Otherwise, what are we doing? So it's going to be the best well, you're, outcome. You're I guarantee to, that. You're back to the puzzle if it's not. It's the best outcome possible. Yeah, right, right. It might not be the one you want, but it is the best one sometimes. Most of the time, everything works pretty good. All right, I'm going to throw two uh, two easy ones to finish on because uh, this this will be, will be fun to hear. Favorite place to ride then, and we're talking like the which, 80s. Which then? Oh, which Mount then? Hill. That's easy. Okay, there you go. And now, what's your favorite place to ride now? Uh, Candyland Pump Track or Deep Creek BMX, which is uh, one of our riders, Jess Brant's place I was telling you about with oh, okay, the soil right. tack. It's basically a, a little BMX track with some jumps in the middle, rolling. So both really? of those, but the pump track, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much there quite a bit. At Candyland? Yeah. Like I go up there for lunch. I go there in the morning yeah. before work. Is that where we're going to go on Tuesday before oh, I head home? Positively. Okay. That place whips you around. Holy oh, cow! So fun. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a mini version of it. I don't think there's it, very many of them like this. No, they're it, all this usually feels... big. This is a little mini one with lots of transfers over and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, that, that one. It's, I love that place. It, so thanks to everybody who was involved getting that done. I know Chad Chad DeGroat did a lot of work. On oh, did that. he? Yeah. Oh, okay. So we did so a good appreciate job. Appreciate everybody who did that. And he did a good. Every job town should have one. one. It's brought so many people. Oh onto bikes it's it's insane when that after that opened you start seeing these random people and now they're riding again because they can go there yeah and it's, it's like more like bmx racing which a lot of most of the, a lot of yeah. the older dudes that i know come from so yeah well it's like a combination of, of that and riding a bowl because you're just and whew, whew, you're you know, there in the morning and it's all dry you can go in and out of the skate park i got all kinds of lines we'll, we'll have to see maybe we'll go a little yeah see what time we go it should be yeah. open enough yeah you can transfer out and come back in yeah. it's a beautiful spot yeah I'll, blessing i'll be That's saying all. I, every time i think about it that place is a blessing and it's no kidding five minute pedal from sparky's that's so, even crazier that's even crazier <laughs> yeah. all right so we got the then and now favorite bmx track back then and now then what would have been my favorite track you went to a know. bunch it sounds like because you were touring 100 bucks right now time. my favorite track can i go now or then i mean there might be the, the same probably orlando and orlando okay i mean i i like all i mean i'm, I'm kind of i like daytona quite a bit now and mm -hmm. orlando both those tracks are really rad yeah. but orlando is the spiritual home sure that's where i started racing i met uh -huh. my wife there 
Oh yeah? Yeah, about the same time too. Something about February. Yeah, yeah. actually it was last Saturday. We were looking at the calendar, it's the exact yeah. same day. But yeah, so Orlando. Yeah. And I like any new track. I like little indoor tracks, it's hard, you know, but yeah. O R L. And Daytona. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. You can give me two. You're entitled to two. Thanks. You've earned it. It's just rad. <laughs> Florida, FLA, there's just so much here, man. I know everybody says, ah, oh, Florida sucks. And it's just right. Like, once you get off the craziness, then it's okay. Yeah. I like it. The humidity. It's good for your skin. It messes your brain up. <laughs> <laughs> it is good for your skin. I'm always yeah. like, I go to the desert yeah. or something, man. I, I get chalky real quick. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. supple. that's right that's a nice way to describe your skin that makes me want to get out of the van pretty quick here it's warm yeah that's it It, awesome that was fun oh oh, we're not done don't sound too kooky we're we're almost done I'm just waiting for uh, the wonderful voice of Steve Crandall to come down (laughs) I just want to give you an opportunity to uh, recognize or thank whoever whoever you want okay well that well when he says let's party that's the end of his his spiel so uh, yeah, anyone you want to recognize well, of course, or you know, the Ronnie B and the Sparky's crew, like I say, that was a, an immense opportunity to get back in the 90s whenever I started there, and, and mm-hmm. that, that's really rad, so thank you very much. And a lot of these, I was just thinking of the, some of the shop guys I used to work with. Of course, David Hyman, who started Motion Bicycles, which is the shop I bought this first, if that wouldn't have been there, yeah, uh, we'd probably be doing time, or I don't know what we'd be doing. <laughs> we were heading down the wrong path, for sure. Yeah. BMX saved that, and then, of course... Mm-hmm. I have to give a shout out to Keith Abbott and Abbott Cycling. He really mm. supported me quite a bit. And I learned a lot about bikes from those guys. Mm-hmm. And my wife has been the number one supporter, of course, Kathy. Sure. KL, she's been the sponsor forever. She's, if you look at my number plate, she's always in on in place there. Nice. You know, got a KL logo on there. So, nice. so yeah, and just every yeah. all BMXers. And I'm sure I'm leaving out tons of people, but. I just appreciate everybody to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. It's rad. This yeah. this event is so insane. I, I'm always stoked when I come out here and just see what's going on. It's just rad, man. It's yeah. cool to see dudes still shredding. Oh, yeah. Hard. You know, now you, you can kind of be an adult and do it. But I remember back in the day, it's like, when are you going to get off there? The fumes never got me, right? Well, right. perfume did. Yeah, right, it's right. okay. It was at the track. <laughs> like, I'm a racer. <laughs> okay, crazy. this is perfect. <laughs> Gas fumes and perfume. But, yeah, just... Heck yeah. Uh-huh. To all who ride, Fantastic. we salute you or something like that. <laughs> That's right. Perfect. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to riding with you. Yeah, let's uh, shred. Coming up uh, before I head home. And, uh, I'll make it happen. And thanks for uh, doing this and uh, just uh, keeping me stoked. Maybe you don't know it, but by, by any time I see you riding on a, on a speedwolf. Because to me, it's, uh, hey, you know, I feel like... I'm representing up there, and there's a couple other guys that have them, and it's just, a, it's, uh, I'm excited rad. about the bike. So, and so we're three years on it, and when the new one comes out, I'm on it. Wolfpack for life. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, I appreciate all that. That's really nice. Uh, no problem. You guys are a very appreciative business. I can tell you that, every one of you there. So that that's really nice to hear, too. We heart BMX. Yes, you do. <laughs> you do. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. No problem, dude. All right. Let's see what these guys want. We're out.